Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Jesse Duplantis, and who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your wife. Hey, praise the Lord. <laughs> my name's Kathy Duplantis. And it's so good to be my, with you again. Yeah, you've been my wife a very long time. Tell them what's about ready to happen well, in the next day or two. Well, this weekend is our 50th anniversary weekend. Actually, Saturday, June, 50. June the 6th. My We've been married God. 50 years. I remember that day when we were on the steps of the Holy Rosary Catholic Church oh, yes. there in Houma, Louisiana. Yes. And, and you kissed me outside the doors because you couldn't kiss the bride inside the church in those days. That's right. Yeah. It, a lot of people don't realize that 50 years ago is a long time. Uh, you know, you said you may kiss the bride. Well, we weren't allowed to in the church then. So we had to walk down the aisle. And then when we walked out the church, like I said, yeah. you kissed her real quick. And, uh, and uh, that's just the way it was. Uh, mm -hmm. But 50, it sure went fast, hasn't it? <laughs> It has. It has. I yeah. mean, you know, I remember when I first married her, <laughs> I, I, there were people on television celebrating their 50th anniversary, and I said, I will never look like that. <laughs> and I found out I look exactly like those people I saw 50 years ago. Oh, and it just goes by in such a blink. You know, oh, I really you know, think it's because our spirit really doesn't age. No, it doesn't. You know, I feel like, like I'm still that teenage girl you Come married. On, girl. You, you yes. robbed the cradle, as yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah. I was 17, almost 18, That's and you right. were 20, almost, almost 21. Almost 21, yeah. And they don't do that too much today, you know. <laughs> Thank God, you know. But yeah. you know what? It was a, it was a different generation. But I had made up my mind that when I married Kathy, that I would take care of her. See, uh, it, my generation was uh, my dad and my grandfather used to say, hey, "Boy, if you're lazy, you're just a no count man. If you're a lazy person." So I've always grown up working, and uh, since I'm full time, since I'm 11 years old. Make a long story short, I want to talk about something people have kept asking me, and I want to I want to deal again a little bit about prosperity and the blessings of the Lord. And uh, uh, one of the greatest ingredients of that is work. I found everything I've, God's ever blessed me with, he always added work to it. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. But it also, I began to realize once I came to the knowledge of Jesus that I was in the world, but I was not of the world. But God expected me to do some things in the world. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the natural man receiveth not the things of God because they foolishness unto him. And neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. I want you to remember that scripture I just quoted because I want to read something to you. I'm going to give you some insights on how to be blessed, stay blessed, and not make mistakes that other people have made. Are you ready? Go with me to Psalms chapter 1. Oh, I just heard some thunder and lightning out there. Psalms chapter 1. I want to read verse 1. And I like the... Uh, I love the old King James Version because it's so poetical. If you ever know something about people, they may have the Amplified, many other different translations, but when they quote Scripture, they quote the old King James because it's kind of like a poem. It's, it's poetical. Look what it says here. Blessed, and the word blessed means empowered to prosper. This is Psalms chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to stop there for a minute. The counsel of the ungodly. How much counsel have you received from the ungodly when you were trying to do something or building a home, uh, building a ministry, building a business, and you wonder why sometimes it didn't work. And I, I, I think about that for a minute. It didn't work the way it should. Well, look what he said. Empowered to prosper, the word is blessed, is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So when I saw that in the scripture many years ago, I knew I would build Jesse the Planters Ministries. I knew I would build a house. Mm -hmm. So instead of getting counsel from the ungodly, I made sure that people that were dealing with me and building this campus, like they call here, would be godly people. Right. I'm talking about like my contractors, the people that I spoke to. You see, and they'd say, oh, I had one man tell me, yeah, but this guy here, 
uh, is the best in the, in the business. I said, well, is he saved? They said, what? They said, is, I said, is he saved? Does he know the Lord? Well, no, then I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm just not going to receive counsel from him. Why? Because I want to prosper. Mm-hmm. And we built this ministry totally, completely debt-free. The right. home that we're living in, we built that debt-free because we received counsel from godly. So he said, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see, so that's why a lot of times people say, boy, it seems like everything Brother Jesse touches prospers. Well, the first thing I do, I do my, my litmus test is, do you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Right. When you're trying to give me advice, if someone's supposed to talk to me about Computers, which I don't know much about, you know, but if they want me to purchase a bunch of them, and we got a bunch of computers in this ministry, my Lord, an IT department, I think that's what you call it. And to make a long story short, I, I said, well, if they want to talk to me, I said, well, first thing I'll say is, uh, do you know the Lord? Uh, we're not talking religion. I said, neither am I. I'm just asking you a question. This is not religion. This is called being born again. See, people get that mixed up all the time. Why? Because I want to be empowered to prosper in any way, shape, or form, spiritually, physically, financially. Mm-hmm. And that's how we did and do what we do today. Now, he says, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the, God, of the ungodly. Now, notice the next, next statement says, nor standeth in the way of sinners. I want to ask every Christian watching today, have you ever stood in the way of a sinner? Have you been so religious that you just nail sinners to the wall, never give them a chance to come forward, to come to reach Jesus Christ? You know, you're going to hell and you're going to do that. Well, since when are you a judge? Ain't nobody a judge here. Only God does those things. So I made up my mind not to criticize the sinner. In fact, I'm going to shock you. I have some great sinner friends. (laughs) Ooh, you know why? I imitated Jesus. What do you mean you imitated Jesus? The Bible said Jesus was a friend of sinners. Now, you see, but the church will sometimes say, well, if you get around a sinner guy, he's going to pull you into the world. Wait a minute. Greater is he was in you than he was in the world. See, you see, they're contradicting what Jesus said. So the best thing I can do in my life is to be a light to people who are in darkness. But, you know, when you tell somebody they're in darkness and they don't know nothing about their light, they're going to get mad at you because the natural man receiveth not the things of God. So they're foolish unto him, neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So what I do is I live my life as a light to people that doesn't know the Lord. Not that I'm better than them. I ain't talking about any of that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about let my light shine. They go, well, there's something about you that's different. Ah, then the door opens up, Kathy, and I'm able mm-hmm. to say, well, uh, you know, do I, I know the Lord Jesus Christ. What do you mean you know the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, and to you, that's very simple for if you're born again, but people that are not born are going to go, what do you mean? So they're thinking, this man died 2,000 years ago, and you telling me you know him? You see, that kind of stuff. So I let my light <laughs> shine, and, and, and what happens is, like if you heard me say, I push the light, which is the light of God in my life, and it draws people to me, mm-hmm. and I'm able to be what God wants me to be. Do you agree with that? I do. You know, it's wonderful if you could find something that you could agree on instead of always thinking about what you disagree about. And uh, that's true in our relationship. I guess it's why we've lasted all these years. Oh, yeah. Uh, We don't always focus. We don't agree on everything. Oh, no. I mean, I can't. Sometimes I would love it if you'd listen. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to win this argument for 50 years. It's not Give up. (laughs) We're not supposed to think alike. I think the Bible tells us that iron sharpeneth iron. And sometimes I can tell when your eyes kind of click and I tell you something that you don't agree with, but you start thinking. 
And then it's the same way with me. Sometimes you yeah. tell me things. Sometimes you've been able to win me over and, sure. and can show me and that. And vice versa. Yeah, it works both ways. But, but iron sharpens iron. We can get to a higher place. I think especially even like we all know what's going on in our country, it's important oh, it's to focus yeah. in on what we do believe in right. and instead of disagreeing uh, what that's, we disagree so about. That's right. We need to have a plan to recover. I have something that higher than that. I can agree to disagree. Yes. For example, in the scripture, I believe some things that some people don't believe. I'll give you one example. I totally, completely believe that this is in my core, the hundredfold return. Now, you know what? A lot of my friends, Christian friends I'm talking about, don't believe that at all. They think that's heresy. Well, they have a right to think what they want to think. The reason why I believe it is because Jesus said it. Then they try to interpret, well, he didn't mean money. Well, it's in, what's up in the word I can receive a hundredfold. I mean, why would I want a half a healing? I heard a preacher one time say, uh, are you 30% healed? Mm-hmm. Uh, 60%? Well, let me just say this. <laughs> Who wants to be 30% healed? Nope. So you, I don't you, know so, anybody. You know, so you I still got 70% pain? <laughs> you, you still got 70% pain? Well, Forget that. You know, no. you know, you want to be 30% out of debt or would you like to be 100% out of debt? So I just made up my mind, see, to... Uh, understand this first word, blessed, empowered to prosper, is the man who walking not in the counsel of the ungodly mm-hmm. and who don't stand in the way of sinners. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I invite people like that. And they say, well, you know, I don't believe that. I expect that statement. Mm-hmm. I expect them to say, okay, why, why should I expect them to believe something they know nothing about? They may know something about religion, but to know Jesus is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. To know him, not just believe in him. I mean, Satan believes and trembles. Mm. There are a lot of people believe in Jesus that don't tremble. Mm. I'm not talking about being afraid. I'm talking about the reverence of who God is. So I don't stand in the way of sinners. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm sitting in a restaurant like that and a man will come up to me and he may cuss a little bit. I don't say, hey, hey, man, you know, I'm a man of God here. You know, uh, you disrespected me. Now, I don't like it. Don't <laughs> misunderstand me. But you know what? He has a right to cuss and I have a right to praise. I never forget I went on a hunting trip with all them boys. That was some cussing men. Not that, <laughs> and guys cuss like drunken sailors. <laughs> and uh, I thought, so they said, oh, Reverend, I, we're going to cuss whether you like it or not because we know you're a Reverend. I said, well, that's fine. But I said, I'm going to praise the Lord whether you like it or not. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you do what you want. So they'd say blankety blank, 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 blank. I go, glory to God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And all of a sudden, my glory to God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, overtook their cussing. That's true. You, you know, we can decide what atmosphere we want to yes. live in. You can, you decided to live in an atmosphere of praise right. rather because I, I don't like hearing all the language either. Right. But you can decide to change that atmosphere. We can decide as people... As a couple, if we want our home to be filled with pre- sure. love or hate or right. contention, right. you know, you can find something fault with everything. I could sit there and pick out every little thing you do wrong. And it would ruin my, do ruin I do your day. Wrong? I didn't know I'd do anything wrong. But I mean, it I'm would, getting revelation here. <laughs> <laughs> the same way. I mean, but why center in on the things? Can, can that, I tell them what I call you sometimes? I said, you're like a monkey. You're always kind of picking on me about this, you know? <laughs> She's trying to help you. <laughs> She's trying to help. He says, I didn't ask for your help. I didn't want no help. I don't want no help, you know? And I can tell when Catholic comes home and she's kind of, you know, uh, she, she's a little irritated. I can tell that, you know. And you know, a woman can get irritated. She can be the happiest person in the world and walk by a mirror and if that dress made, she thought made her look fat, that's it, Jack. You got some problems on your hand. <laughs> you know, and I said, no, you know, you know, and how many times you've asked me, does this make me look fat? I hate that. Don't never, I'm going to say it on, on television, don't never ask me that. Because it puts me in a rock and a hard place. By now, place. you should know the right answer, though. I'm just trying to you know, see how long does it take you to learn the right answer. Well, what is the right answer? No. <laughs> no. It doesn't look okay. good. Yeah, you look Find something good. Okay. I like that color. Oh, okay. No, but you say no. Don't say no. But if, 
But if it does, then you get mad at me. Why didn't you tell me that? I do want the truth. That's true. But yeah, so some... Go ahead and make the sign of the cross on yourself here. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Jesus. But I'm just saying maybe you could just like change the subject. Another... Okay. Go now, ahead. you see what I was doing? I was standing in her way. I was using that on purpose. You see? So when you stand in people's way, you, you start bumping and trouble is coming. So I love this verse. It says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. I refuse to be. I, I, I don't want to scorn people. I never forget. Remember when I first got saved? Ladies and gentlemen, before I was born again, I was a rock entertainer, so I had long hair. I mean long hair. You understand? Long, dark, chocolate brown hair. Now, <laughs> not, just, not just brown hair. Chocolate brown. Chocolate brown. <laughs> and to make a long story short, you know, my hair wasn't, when I went to this church, they evidently thought that my hair was just too long, mm-hmm. I guess. So they said, now, I walked in the church. And I'm a visitor. And the first thing the guy says, you need to cut that hair, boy. That's how he talk. You need to cut that hair, boy. And I thought to myself, you need to grow some, you bald-headed fool. But I didn't say that. But I could tell you that's many years ago. Told, I think you probably told it to me later. I did tell him. I said, what's, what's this? What's he? he mad at me because I got hair. He ain't got no hair. <laughs> you know? But why would you say such a thing? That's a scornful person. That's a scornful person. See? Why would you want to do that? In other words, there's so many words in the dictionary, so much that you can say nice. Say, thank you for coming today. What is your name? Thank you for visiting our church. Mm-hmm. I never forget when me and Kat, we came out of the '60s and the '70s. Do you remember the miniskirts? Remember that miniskirt? Well, Kathy wore a miniskirt. Kathy wore real short skirts when I first met. To me, that was normal. That's just the way it was. Everybody was wearing it. And you went to church, and Lord Jesus, they thought, "Oh, Jezebel!" <laughs> you know. And I never thought that they say, "You know, your wife's dress short." And I went, "It is." I thought it was just fashionable. You mm-hmm. thought it was just fashionable. We had to learn some things, common sense. You understand what I'm saying? But I got to thinking, wow. And then in that particular one place one time, my little, my daughter Jody, she was little, most little girls wear little short dresses. You buy them something. And I bought her something beautiful. And uh, now I'm going to tell you what I did. I shouldn't have done this. But, you know, when you pick on Kathy and you pick on, uh, uh, on my daughter, uh, uh, I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sanctified yet the way I should be. So anyway, Jody had this beautiful, beautiful dress that I purchased. I thought it was nice, me and Kathy. And this lady walks up to us. She says, I think your daughter's dress is too short. I mean, in a really contentious way. I said, and your dress is so tight, I can strike a match on you, mama. Oh, Lord Jesus. And has Kathy going, you know, with my hand on this thing. And uh, she didn't know what to do. Ooh, ooh. I said, go on by yourself. Now, I probably shouldn't have done that. And, uh, but she shouldn't have done that. That's a child. You see what I'm trying to say? So that's what I mean by being scornful. Never be scornful. Because, see, where God wants to bring you is to verse 3. Mm-hmm. See, but you got to go through all this other stuff. Well, let me read it again. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law, and that would be the word of God, the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Now, this is where God's trying to get every one of you that are watching today. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. So be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you reap if you faint not. Watch this. And watch this. His leaf also shall not wither. Now, I'm really believing that since I've been married to Kathy 50 years. Because you see this thing right here? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you're going there because I thought you were talking about me with No, no, no. I ain't, saying, I ain't we're, touching we're, that, Lord. We're, no, we're going to have no. a conversation. I think you've got a, a very <laughs> tight face. But anyway, I'm going to talk about my loose Look at this thing. Don't it look like a rooster? It's terrible. No. no. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Thank I, you. I appreciate that. His leaf shall also not wither. <laughs> and watch this. This is where I want to get to. And whatsoever he doeth, shall prosper. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever he doeth 
shall prosper. Mm-hmm. Prosper in, w- in which way? Spiritually, physically, financially. Every area. But see, you got to pass these other little things first. See, so that when you, so you can be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, mm-hmm. blessed going out. Now, go with me to Joshua chapter Wait, one. Wait, before you go okay, there, you I don't, I'm not finished with this I'm part. I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> go ahead. I just think that when I see prosper, you know, people think only in terms of money. Yeah. And that's, we need money in an economic sure. society. But I think today, I, I think the Lord wants to say it's important that our relationships prosper. Because we Amen. started talking about our marriage and marriage 50 years. But even our friendships, even with uh, the people we meet, we work with day to day, God wants our relationships to prosper. Amen. And instead of finding things to be contentious about, let's find things that we can agree on. Amen. And you know, God God sent Jesus to the earth so that we could all be unified. He wants us to be one. Right. He even said, this is how you'll know my disciples by the love that they, they have, have one, one another. another. Right. So it's important. And with all the strife that I see going on in our nation, I just didn't want to not address it no, again. No, not, because it's... Uh, in fact, I did address it on another thing. I you hope did. you can watch that Yeah, thing. I wasn't in that. But I just think yeah. it's so important that we we recognize what's behind all the problems that we see. It's really the devil. He is always trying to distort whatever yeah. we say. Sometimes Steel even in our stuff. relationship, I'll say something to you, and, and you'll take it the wrong way. And I'll say, that's not at all what I meant. And so that's why mm-hmm. conversation is so important. So when we right. talk it out, it really helps yes. us to stay unified yeah, instead of key. separating. So we got to continue to talk, love, and respect each other. And say what's on your heart, but say it in a loving and a That's kind right. way. Because relationships are so important. God wants our relationships to prosper. We, God doesn't want this division that we see going on in our nation or within within races or or whether right. they're secular between like man and woman. He, he said, let us make man. See, that's how I look at that. So Let us make man. Mankind. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what color, nationality, or creed you are. Let us make man. And that's what he said. Blessed is the man was how you started with him. And I'll, can I see the amplified version yes, of that go first ahead, one? Do that. It says, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is the man who My walks Lord. and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, mm-hmm. their plans and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where they're scornful and the mockers gather. Right. See, and the Bible says, be not deceived, God's not mocked. So a lot of times I invite people to church and I find the people that, there are a lot of unsaved people I know are actually way more polite and more mannerly than a lot of Christian people. Mm -hmm. You see, you never look down on a person. I mean, why would you do that? You know, uh, why? I mean, and never try to better yourself like I'm better than you. That don't mean that has nothing to do with your life. Because let's face it, none of us are getting out alive. We're all going to the grave unless Jesus comes in our lifetime, which I believe in God he is. See, so I made up my mind that the only thing I take to heaven with me is what I give away. Now, I can't give away anything if I don't have something to give. He's trying to get me that whatsoever you do shall prosper. Mm -hmm. Prosper. Now watch it. I want to go to Joshua chapter 1 real quickly, Kathy. Okay. Uh, Joshua chapter 1. We're back up in the scripture real quick. And I want you to see this here. Now see, God never changes. You know what I mean? People do, but God doesn't. He's talking to Joshua. They're about ready to cross over into the promised land. And he says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 3, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. In other words, he's already given given to us everything we want. All we got to do is receive it. Mm-hmm. See, that the problem is not in the giving part from God, but it's in the receiving. Now watch this. I want you to go over to verse um, 
verse 8. Now, I love this verse. This book of the law of the word of God shall not depart out of thy mouth. Watch that. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written in there or therein. For then, this is when it happens. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Now, if you take Joshua 1.8 and go over to Psalms chapter 1, if you, walk, if you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you don't, you don't sit in the seat of the scornful. The Bible says, whatsoever you do shall prosper. What makes that prosperity happen is that you meditate day in and day night about the word of God, or you live what I call a godly life. Now, there's a scripture that a lot of people don't know is in the Bible. I know, are you ready for this? Go with me to Psalms chapter 49. Switch back over, and then we're going to talk about this. I got them ask you to see Psalms, Proverbs, Psalms in the middle of the Bible. Psalms chapter 49. Now watch this scripture. A lot of people don't even know it's there. Oh, Lord, they're going to have a fit when they see this thing. And, and, and I believe it's going to open up your eyes here. Psalms chapter 49. Ready? Mm-hmm. Verse 16. Be thou not, be not, not thou afraid when one is made rich. <laughs> when the glory of his house is increased. See, people are always worried about somebody blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Preachers should not be wealthy. Nobody, you know, because they preach poverty as a blessing when it's a curse. I have to say this. Some of you have lost your job. How does it working out for you? You know they ain't working out good for you. You're worried. You got to feed your family. You got to do everything. You you know, you got to pay your mortgage note, whatever you got. No. So you shouldn't be angry at anyone. Now, if if they get rich doing wrong things, that's a whole nother ball game. But he says, be... Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. See, so I'm not worried about how much money I got. Some of you people are. And that's true. You know, it has nothing to do with that. Because, you see, it's God want to bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out. So whatsoever you do shall prosper. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now watch this. You can build, if you want to build a house, some of you may want to, you can build it debt-free. Right. But it's also okay if you want to go borrow some money. Now, somebody's going to get mad at me because I know the scripture, oh, no man, anything but to love him. But I can't expect you to live on someone else's faith. You have to develop your own. The reason why Joshua was called the leader for Moses, watch this, because he was found faithful to Moses. Do you know Moses had sons? But the anointing is not genetic. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. Watch Joshua's. I mean, I'm pretty sure Moses' son said, how come we don't have the top slot? Because they didn't stay side by side with Moses all those lives. And God chose Joshua. Now watch that. Joshua becomes an old man. Joshua had sons. But they did not lead Israel. Why? Because they didn't stay faithful the way mm-hmm. Joshua did to Moses, you see? So that's my point here. So God wants to bless you. And I would tell every one of you that are, that are blessed, make no excuse for the blessing of God. Just give him glory. I have people say, boy, you got a fine house. I said, isn't God good? Boy, that's a nice car you're driving. Isn't the, isn't the Lord wonderful? Man, that was a nice suit. Yeah, the Lord gave me that. Isn't that a blessing of God? Because whatsoever he do shall prosper. But you got to meet that other criteria that you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. When I built this place, i never forget this. My contractor, Ray Chronic, what a wonderful man, him and his wonderful wife. And I would just say, I let him handle that. But I'd tell him, and Ray was a man, he loved the Lord. And he said, boy, I've never seen faith work like this in my life. Well, what happened was all I was following was line upon line, precept upon precept. I tell people this all the time. I'm biblical. I'm not political. I got a lot of people who say, boy, you ought to get into politics. 
You know, no, 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 because God didn't call me to do that. Now, I promise you, if God called me to go into politics, I'd go into politics. But he didn't call me to do that. He called me to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. See, the gospel, the good news. Let me ask this question. How many churches you go to, you're not hearing good news? Always talking about trials and temptations and tests. We do have them in life. That's the truth. But I prefer to preach the good news. If I can get you gooder, like they say, gooder, I can get you believing in the good. The good's going to come. Spiritually, physically, and financially. But it's more than just money. Right. And I think that's what people think. Prosperity is it's all about money. No, it's not. No, but God, there's nothing wrong with God's it. But always, don't fall in love with it. He's always had a plan to bless his people. The Amen. first words he spoke to Adam and Eve were blessing words. Right. He says, you know, he put them in the garden and blessed them. And Well, let's go read it. I, 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 don't, 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 don't believe this because Kathy said it or I said it. Look what Genesis. God said in Genesis 1 verse 26 is what he said. Mm -hmm. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Now watch it, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Now watch verse 28, and God blessed them. Mm -hmm. And God said unto them, be fruitful. Hmm. Whoa, that's prosperity. Multiply. That's double prosperity. Replenish. In other words, if something runs out, fix it. And subdue it. If anything gets out of the line, subdue it. This is what God said. Do you think God has changed from the Garden of Eden till now? No, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is God in the flesh. It's the same. Right. Don't you love it if your children are blessed? Don't you want that? Didn't the Bible say a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children? You see? So think about that. So it's not about just having stuff. Every new car I've ever owned in my life has got old. Now, I have a truck. I love my truck. I'll tell you what it is. It's a Dodge Ram 1500 RT. They don't make them anymore. It's bad looking, which means that's good. See it's, black, it's black, and it's got a little truck bed on the back. Ooh. No, we never, he never carries anything. And she in said, it. why you want a so, truck? But he still a wanted a liner for the bed. I want, yeah. And well, then I said, what for? You never put anything in the back of that truck. And then <laughs> he, wanted, he has to have to. a lid on the back of that. And it's a two-seater. In case things you put, would you never put. Well, What's we've that? been putting things lately. Yeah, the stuff you buy. But anyway, <laughs> so watch this now. <clears throat> now, I, this truck looked like the day... I took it off the showroom floor. It's a 2012. This wonderful woman who I've been married to 50 years in a couple of days says, why don't you go buy a new truck? I don't want one. No, 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 you ought to get a new truck. I don't want one. Why? I like that one. Now, if I'm greedy, then why don't I go buy a new truck? Uh, if you think that's great. Not because I like what I have. Do you see, when you understand prosperity, the way it really is, or whatsoever you do shall prosper, whether it's 2012 or 2000, what is it, 2020, doesn't make any difference. It's what you like. Whatsoever you do, show prosper. So I get in this. Now watch Kathy gets in there. She says, I can't text in this truck. Because every time you roll, man, my fingers go flying off and all that kind of stuff. You got to watch that text. It's a bouncy truck. Have you ever sent a cuss word you didn't know you were sending it? Because <laughs> you hit the wrong thing. No. Oh, I, yeah, your mother did. I, 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 I lost it. Irene was such a That's because she does it. She yes. talks into it. And <laughs> I mean, sometimes she didn't look at it before she pressed it. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Kathy's mother's a wonderful <laughs> person. She loves the Lord. She's 88 years old. 
So she sends a text, and I, I don't have a phone, but I saw it on Kathy's iPad, and I picked it up, and it was cussing up. And I thought, I busted. I thought, my God, I read mad today. So I called Kathy. She goes, whoo. So she called her mama and told her, and her mama went, whoo, no, I didn't mean that, you know, because, you know, I, I don't know if her finger was wrong. I don't know how she texted or actually speak to it. But you see, what happened, she was speaking, in her mind, she was speaking right. But the thing that was listened to her was picking it up wrong. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. you see. That's ex and how many and times you are speaking right, but sometimes some people are pick, picking it up wrong. So I'll help you. If somebody goes to, uh, I don't know, criticize your quote prosperity, just instead of uh, have a war, just say God has been good to me. Look what the Lord has done. Mm -hmm. Think about that, and he'll do it for you too. Or some that are just believing. Maybe they're in the Amen. middle of their, their process. You know, maybe they prayed, they haven't seen the manifestation yet, and they're being attacked because they're standing. But I'd right. rather be standing for something than yeah, instead of for just everything. backing up. Yeah, if, but, you're, if you're not standing for something, you're going to fall for anything. But, but when people attack you while you're standing, it's mm -hmm. important that you stay strong on the Word of God. And I love what, can I read a verse of Scripture? Yeah, you can do anything Genesis, you want, Kevin. <laughs> Genesis chapter, you know, we read in, in Genesis chapter 1 how God blessed Adam and Eve right. and blessed them, told them to prosper. Well, then later on, you know, that we all know the story how they disobeyed God sure. and lost they lost, lost the garden. It. You lost the garden. They ate us out of house and home. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That's right. But anyway, later on, God found a man named Abraham. And in Genesis chapter 2, he renews his promise. And I want to read that in, the, in chapter 12. Chapter, Genesis chapter, chapter 12, 12, verse uh, 1. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him Amen. that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So God wanted to, God found a man that he can get his blessing to so that all the families of the earth would be blessed. God still has a oh, plan for the good. earth to be blessed. Did you notice what Abraham, he said, to a land that I will show thee. Mm -hmm. Abraham didn't know where he was going. Are you willing to step out by faith when you don't know where you're going? Oh, we've done that so oh, many times. Oh, how many times? Uh -huh. Constantly. I did it, it yesterday. We call it doing the Abraham thing. Got to walk the yeah. length and the breadth of the land. I mean, don't you kind of like to know where you're going? <laughs> he said to a land that I will show thee. Mm -hmm. Well, how about telling me where I'm going? Can you imagine Abraham with Sarah walking out and Sarah said, where are we going, Abe? He said, I don't know. Just keep walking. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> how many times, mean, you have gotten a car. We're going to get something to eat and we don't know where we're going. That's well. We get in the car and we go on. Last night, last night. Last night. <laughs> last night. <laughs> At last. But anyway, she wanted to go. She'd been talking about a particular seafood place she liked. So I said, well, let's go to it. Now, every time I go, she said, I, I love that place, but I come out smelling like shrimp because they, oh, the flavors are so wonderful in there. You know? So we drive up. All of a sudden, it's not open. It's only open for the drive-thru. Yeah, for the drive-thru. So we, we turned around. We expected it to be open for sitting down right. there because we don't want to bring the, the seafood home. <laughs> yeah, and, and so we turned around and just came back home. We never mm -hmm. thought of anything else, but a lot of times we just go and we don't know where we're going. And it's not, but you know what? We wind up at a place, mm -hmm. you see, that I will show thee. Yeah. Now, that man was willing to step out by faith. Mm -hmm. Now, people say, well, you know, uh, we're the uh, he's father of him, and we're the seed of Abraham. He's the father of our faith. If you look at Genesis chapter thirteen, verse two, and Abram was very rich in cattle, silver, and gold. Yes, he now, was. Now people say that's a metaphor. No, no, that that's a real cow. Yeah, real silver, real. That's gold. real silver, real gold. Now watch this. You don't hear him saying, "Hey, would you like to count how much silver I got? Let me show you how many cows I got." 
I'm going to show you how much. No, that has nothing to do with that. See, whatever he did, he prospered. God was already doing what he was going to write in the book of Psalms. That's right. Now, do you see what it's saying? I, I want to talk to you today about this kind of thing. Because, see, it's time. Oh, I can feel the Holy Ghost when I go to say this. It's time for you to prosper. It's time. You certainly have given enough. It's time. And you should never stop your giving. Never, ever do that. Because I said this the other day, wherever there's great love, there's a great gift. For God so loved the world, he gave. God so loved, now he gave. Wherever there's great love, is a great gift. Kathy's always trying to get me a great gift. She's always said, I, I, I want to buy you. Like, what do you want for your 50th? And I said, no. I said, I want to know what you want. <laughs> and she said, well, well it's, it's our anniversary. I usually say, what do you want for your anniversary? She goes, it's our anniversary. But men, you know it. The woman's controlling everything. You know, it's about where she wants to go what she wants to do, and that's okay. That is fine with me. So on television, Kathy, what do you want for your 50th wedding anniversary? <laughs> Look at her. She went, oh, you weren't expecting me to say that. Huh? I bet they got women saying, this, this. <laughs> well, I, anything. Anything. <laughs> Come on. What you... I want you to not ask me that on, on camera. <laughs> okay. <I'm> like, that's <laughs> no, what, but let we've me tell you already... what that just meant. Shut up. <laughs> That's exactly No, but what he did, we did decide already, because this week, actually today, we were supposed to be on a ministry trip, and we were going to spend the day, our anniversary, uh, over in, in Paris. Paris, France, because we had international meetings that were scheduled up to this right. point. I think today we're supposed to be in uh, Venice preaching a meeting to ministers. No, no, in Verona. Verona, yeah, Verona, Verona Italy. Italy. With, with, with uh, Connie and, uh, and Mario. Mm -hmm. what, wonderful. I love yeah. Italy. Such a blessing. Preaching, and, and I was going to say, Kathy... June the 6th, my God. I said, she said, well, where do you want to go? I love France, but now France is locked down. I said, so we rented a place. Or now actually, we did a reservation for a hotel. And I, she said, what do you want to do? What, you, you want to know what I want to do? I mean, I've done whatever she wanted to do. I said, but during that time, if we could have got there, I wanted to go to Normandy. I wanted to walk in the grave sites of all those men and women that gave their lives in World War II and Utah Beach and and, I, and all those, where they're buried we've, at, we've show my to, respect. We've been to France before in different sure. nations there, but Preach. we usually just go straight from the airport to the hotel, mm -hmm. to the convention center, and, and then back, back out again. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes we have like a day to walk around, but you know, we, we were going to spend several days doing that, and we weren't able to because of the, res the travel restrictions. Right, shut us but down. But we're back to what I want for and my anniversary. And I've been married to you 50 years, and we still don't, we ain't never had a honeymoon. Well, so back to your question, <laughs> I, I think that we should do that, but maybe just later in the year when things relax a yeah, little bit, we'll, we'll still be able to, we're, you know, a delay is not a denial, that's as right. you often say. Yeah. So I believe we'll still have that time. So sure. that's really all I want is to be able to but spend. Still. Can I finish? No. Can I still? <laughs> I just still just want to spend time with you without interruption, without sharing you with the whole world, oh, yeah. and uh, just yeah. have our our time together. For I love. Maybe, can I have five days? That's all I said. Yes, five yeah. days. There's always a lot of people around. Me. And Kathy, so like if I go somewhere, I said, oh, "Who's going with us?" She said, "What's the matter? You don't want to spend time with me?" Well, yeah, I want to spend time with you. That's not the issue. You can't have fun with just me and you. Yes, I can. But I'm so used to people being around me constantly because I'm preaching all the time. So we were going to take a few days for ourselves. Now I've been married to this woman. I've been knowing Kathy 52 years, and we will be married June the sixth, 50 years. We hadn't had a honeymoon. Man, why? I had to go to work. I mean, it's just the way it was. I mean, you just do what you have to do. And if you don't think this is a good woman, I had to open up, I was a musician, and I had, to, I had a contract 
and Arlington, Texas, the great Southwest yeah. Corporation. Three, three days after our wedding. That's right. Three days. Just to travel from New Orleans to yeah, With a Texas. friend of mine named Gary Giles, great guy. Mom, watch this. And we didn't have no money, so we rented a two-bedroom apartment. So Gary slept in one bedroom, and me and Kathy slept in the other bedroom, and we was only married three days. But that's just the way it went. Now, how would you like that? I'm pretty sure most women would not like that. But, you know, Kathy was a nice person. She said, okay. So I thought I said, and I didn't know she didn't know how to cook. I gave her some money to go buy some food. I'll tell you something. It's 50 years ago. And she came back with a mop and a broom. I said, Kathy, we can't eat the I'll, mop. I'm clean. I make, maybe I can't cook, but I can, I can make reservations. And I'm, but I'm clean. So the first three months of our marriage, we ate at Burger King. We gave them the home of the Whopper. Well, we, that's all we did, you know, because I was working day and night. Yeah. I mean, day, and I've done that for this last 50 years. So like you said, on television, I will say, once we can get past this, all this stuff here, we'll go whatever. And still... I'm going to ask again, what do you want? I just told you, so you stop listening. <laughs> no, no, I know I'm going to give you the trip. <laughs> oh, I'm just leaving my options open. Uh, leave your options open. <laughs> so, see, I just want to be a blessing. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to say this, I'm not arrogant, whatsoever I do, prosperous. Mm -hmm. Why? Number one, I'm the seed of Abraham. Number two, I bless the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Or stand in the way of sinners, or, or, or sit in the seat of the scornful. Number two, I do meditate day in and day night with the Word of God. That doesn't mean I'm a religious monk. In other words, I live this godly thing that God says you'll have good success. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I want to talk about that for a minute. Why did God tell Joshua you would have good success? Is there some success that's not good? Yes. Yes. There are there is some people that have been very successful, but it wasn't good for them because it destroyed them. It pulled them away from their family right, or right. pulled them away from oh, church and serving the Lord. And and, and, and all kinds of ways. See? Mm -hmm. Yet they were successful. So money don't make you but happy. But their life was not successful. That's Maybe my point. they were successful financially, but their life was bankrupt. Yeah, I had four uncles on my mother's side. They're all in heaven today. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now watch this. One of them, all of them worked in all field, and all field pays pretty big wages back then. But I had one uncle that didn't work in the oilfield, but he didn't make as much money as my other three uncles. And they used to just razz him all I the time. I love Uncle Ralph. Uncle Ralph. I know my Uncle Ralph. Know. I mean, he worked. He, and yet, he had a better house than all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, my Uncle Ralph, and he's now in heaven with my Aunt Esther. We used to call her Aunt Tatsy. And uh, watch this. The wonderful people. And he had, he, he, had, he had more than all of them because he knew how to manage his money. Mm -hmm. He knew how to do those things. And you see, he was a success going somewhere to succeed. Mm -hmm. He you seemed see, to be the happiest. Seemed to be the happiest. I remember mom. he went and watched you play baseball, even though your dad oh. and then wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. I mean, my, my father, oh, what can I say without sounding, not sounding critical, just being truthful. My dad was a good man, but sometimes he was not a good father because he never did anything with any of us. No, no, he ain't got time for that, boy. I say, Dad, I, I made the baseball team. Good. I said, I'm going to need a ride to the park, hitchhike. What? I'm 10 years old. It's called literally hitchhike. I had to hitchhike because he ain't going down there. It's just that's the way it was. But my Uncle Ralph would take time out and come and watch me play. And I remember Uncle Ralph telling my dad, he said, Paul, that boy can hit. That boy is a good baseball player. See, you didn't have to be big to play baseball. Mm -hmm. So I could catch and I could throw, but I could hit good. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And he would get out there and uh, 
He would holler, that's that's my nephew, quit, just hey, hit that button. It made me feel so good. I've never mm -hmm. forgotten it. Mm -hmm. And you know what I got to do before he passed away? Mm -hmm. my, my Aunt Tatsy passed away. Because of your success. Because you of my success, be because of what's what I do, going to prosper. I called, I had one aunt, well, I had my Uncle Ralph and my Aunt Pat, and, I, and my, my cousin uh, Barry and uh, Linda, and John Hagen, wonderful man. I love John and Diana. They said, Jesse, would you do... Uh, on a cruise. I had never been on a cruise. Would you preach this cruise with it? That's a lot of work. <laughs> Lord Jesus, what it up. So I thought, and I remember him coming to my baseball. Now, now this is all years, I mean, I'm, I'm just a little boy. Um, so I called Uncle Ralph and Aunt Pat, you know, because Aunt Pat, my Uncle Mac had passed away, and my Uncle Ralph, uh, my Aunt Tati, I said, I'd like to pay for y'all to come on a cruise with us. Yeah. And Barry and Linda too. Yes. <laughs> It was the most wonderful thing. He could not get over it. I said, you know, Uncle Rob, you're the only one that this, uh, you know, you took time out. You know, he took time out with kids. Mm -hmm. Now, Linda, Linda's still living. Linda, I mean, she was kind of like a tomboy. Linda could do some stuff. but he And she wanted to play. So you can play, man. He didn't care if he was a girl or a boy. You know, just play. And uh, he told me that to the day he passed. My, that was the greatest trip I ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. It was a blessing. Why? Because I, I had prospered enough to do that. And when they found out that I had my cousins and my uncle, my aunt, on that cruise ship, yeah. everybody said, you are Jesse's uncle? He went, huh? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, they treated them like they were royalty. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, they were. They are, yes. And they still are. Think about that, see? But I would have never been able to do that mm -hmm. if I wouldn't allowed God to bless me the way he did. Mm -hmm. But I didn't show off about it. I just, in fact, I don't think I've ever told anybody any of that until no. today. It was just such a blessing of the Lord. See, whatsoever he do shall prosper. The key to it is keeping this word of God forefront in your life constantly all the time. There's one thing I say about Kathy. I get up every morning. I know exactly what Kathy's going to do. I could have my eyes closed because she's going straight to that coffee pot. She hits that button, whatever that thing is. Then she'll go to the restroom. Then she comes back and gets a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm just telling you, glory to God. When you're married step 50 years, step. you can say that. You stuff. could have skipped over that part. And then she'll walk into our den, sit down, open up that iPad, and start reading the Word of or, God. Or my Bible, yeah. Or, you it's know, kind of dark. Bible, I whatever. use the iPad if it's dark. And I, don't I mean, wake and you just, up. Just, just, that's her routine. My routine, I get up and I head to the gym. I go in there and get in, and I, I don't, I mean, I should be skinny as a rail. I, I, I beat my body. <laughs> I get on that treadmill, do that stuff. It's all that snacking. It's after the treadmill. <laughs> yes, it's, it's Stop snacking. I know. I like this. We both put on like five pounds with oh, the man. cheeseburgers I told, I told and french fries. We, yeah. And you I, know, I think we kind of got addicted now that even though we don't have, we can't go inside fries. a restaurant, we said the other day, why don't we go through a drive through and get some more of those uh, and nuggets? I, I rebuked and it in Jesus' name. Chick fil A. <laughs> I said, no. French fries. At, I, you know, I don't eat French. I mean, I like French. I just don't eat them. But all this lockdown stuff, the only thing we could get was McDonald's and Burger King and uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick and, and they always had fries. I found I was eating fries all the time. All the time. I said, Kathy, my toes are getting fat. <laughs> so I, we got to stop this. You know what I'm saying? So she said, okay, we're not doing that. I said, all right, we ain't doing it. Anymore. And then the next day she said, uh, you you want to go down there and get, <laughs> and get one of them hamburgers? Hey, you know, I forgot. I just realized I haven't read any testimonies. Oh, let's some read some testimonies. We Kim? enjoy talking. Is it okay if you, you, we just talk to you like as this if one, I was in your house? This one's really right. good. I have two I want to read. Okay. This one from Kim says, yes, I've really looked forward. This is because they've been watching all our okay. boardroom okay. chats and things that we're doing. This says, I've really looked forward to these messages every week. They have helped me so much, especially during this time. I'm so happy it will continue. It is needed. 
Thank you. God bless you both. I've learned so much from Praise watching you. And then this next one is from Ari. She's What's her name? Ari. It says uh, A-R-R-E-Y. Okay. Thanks very much for the wonderful work. God has inspired man through technology. We can touch four corners of the world in no time for the gospel of the kingdom to get into needy hearts. This is from the Republic of Cameroon, Central Africa. Well, well just the other day I did one, Kathy. The Netherlands, I had them on the screen, these little screen. Netherlands, United Kingdom, um, uh, Greece, uh, Germany. Those were all pastors. So pastors just wanted to talk. And here I am. Across the pond, I call it. It's 1 o'clock in, in the afternoon here, New Orleans time, and it's 7 o'clock over there and 8 o'clock in other places, the, the wonderful technology of it. And that was, and you know why we were able to do that? Because we have cameras and we have things that we can do and, and we bought the equipment so we can have it. And it's such a blessing because whatsoever we do prospers. Did you know what they wanted me to talk about? Mm. Prosperity. Isn't that amazing? Why? Because things are not easy. I'll give everybody a little hint. I am a good businessman. I don't mean that privately. Let me tell you something. If people quit fighting, this economy, would, and get out of this fear, this economy will shoot up like you've never seen. How do I know that? Wall Street. Now, we need to get it to Main Street. Wall Street, they're not going to invest all that money. It's over 25000 right? They're not going to do that unless they know something good is coming. They're not going to do that. You see what I'm saying? Now, what we need to do is all go back to work. And, you know, I gave a lady a tip the other day because, you know what? There's some people don't want to go back to work because they, mm -hmm. I heard some make more money not working than they did working. And I asked her. She said, yeah, but she said, my, my employer needed me. Mm -hmm. I said, that girl deserves a great tip. You see what I'm saying? And nothing wrong with receiving something from someone, but I'm saying she was willing. She had responsibility in her mm -hmm. life. Now, I didn't tell her this, but I probably should have. That I said, whatever she does, she's going to prosper because she's willing to apply work. She had a work ethic in it. That's the whole thing that God right, is saying today. Right, right, So I, I thank you for all these testimonies and comments that you send, and it just blesses me to no end, and I mean that sincerely. And some people send some pretty rough ones too. You know, that's okay. You know, freedom of speech. I have some people say, I don't like you. I said, okay. I said, but if you knew me, you would love me. I know me. I love me. I don't that sound okay. I'm going to get one on that one for sure. You know what I'm saying? I know well, you and I love you. Thank you, Kathy. I love you too. It's a blessing of God. See, so when you understand that. But when I first met Kathy, she did not know me. I did not know her. How did I get to know her? Well, we went on a date. We started fellowshipping together. You're watching this today. God, let me tell you what God is doing. Many of you, God is connecting you to our ministry. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? God is connecting you to our ministry because you're being fed the word of the living God. Many of you are partners to this ministry. Well, I'm not a partner. One day you will become one because you know what? I don't, I don't need anything you got. No, whatsoever. But I tell you what, when you support this ministry, 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. Why? Because I'm prosperous. I'm not bragging about that. See? So when people send something, 100% goes in the world evangelism. We're able to be a blessing. To many, many, many people. Now, one thing I do, and I, 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 I believe I should say this on television, <clears throat> I don't tell people what I do a lot. And I, my own board of directors in this boardroom said, boy, if you would just tell people what you do with missions and what you do, you know, people get mad. I don't tell, I haven't told anybody what I did for people doing this COVID thing. I don't do that. I, I protect people's dignity. I bless people, done things, and I just do it. Why well, could the Bible say, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing? You know, especially when you're helping people that need help. 
yet people think I don't do anything. And you know, you can think what you want, but I do. But, and if I told you what I did, most some people wouldn't believe it anyway. So I just don't. But I thank all the partners of mine that trust me, the ones that know me, they trust me. When I say know me, they know my ministry. But I promise, I told every partner I've ever had that that's a part of my ministry. One day I'm coming to the house. I may not be able to do it here, mm -hmm. but in heaven we will. Well, you know, we, when all this happened, we could have shrunk back, just cloistered, stayed right. at home, and not did it to allow our staff to stay home. Instead, we came together Amen. because we knew that God had called us to proclaim the gospel, and all of our team works together. They don't Amen. see the people behind the scenes. Yeah, Some there's a lot of people in, room, in here. But there are other people in other parts of the property on the IT oh. department that makes all of these signals happen. Amen. And it's just been why we're doing it. And well, we, what you want? Watching right now, we got a guy named Caleb is that behind the, uh, that camera. We got a girl Jennifer looking at me saying, "When is he going to shut up?" But it's forty-seven <laughs> minutes. I've been going here. I got Christy saying, "Okay," and I got I, I no, a bunch of people they're probably saying, "When is he going to let Kathy talk?" <laughs> okay, but well, Kathy, it's forty-seven. I forgot about my time frame here, Jennifer. You know, oh, I got to read one more testimony. Read one more, and then this we'll one, head out. This one's from Kimberly. It says, "I love you and Kathy so much. You don't know it, but you have been family to me and my daughter for a long, long time. Praise the Lord. I have learned so much from both of you." I put everything I learned from you to work in my life. Isn't and I think that's, this one blessed me so much because I, we often get testimonies from people that have applied the truths that God, of God's word that we've taught through different, you know, whether the broadcast or a live stream or a Amen. post or a, a message of some yeah. type, maybe a book that we've written. Right. And it's totally radically transformed their life because that's what the word of God does. Amen. It changes difficult situations into a victorious situation. Well, you know, I know we went a little bit longer than, than normal here because she put the timer over, over <laughs> on this side. Usually they have it right under the camera so I can see it. I hope you enjoyed today. We just wanted to come. I, I wanted to do just kind of sit in your living room and just talk to you as you view us like we're sitting in here. Remember this. Whatsoever you do shall prosper if you apply what we said today. Yes. I mean that sincerely. And I'm going to ask you one more thing and then we'll head out. I want you to pray for me so I can find out what this woman wants for her 50th wedding anniversary. And <laughs> as soon as I you want, tell me what you want, I'll do that. I, I, I already have what I want. I have, I have you. <laughs> well, there you go. I have you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's been an honor and a pleasure. I told you already. Did you? Yes, yes, I do. You said the trip. But, uh, with the trip, That's yeah. That trip, you know you're going to want something. I know that. I, I've learned something about Catherine. She gets around jewelry. It speaks to her. Whatever that means. But anyway, God has been so good and gracious. Remember this. Jesus loves you and we love you too. If you ever need us, we're here. We pray for you daily. To all our partners that are watching, there's never a day go, go by where we don't pray for you. And we're not praying for you because, simply because you support this ministry. We're praying for you simply because we love you. And that you think about us and we think about you. And to all that are watching today, you'll never be a day without prayer. So all you that helped me preach this gospel all over the world. Thank you. I hope me and Kathy say thank you enough. I mean that sincerely. A lot of people say, how do you give to this ministry? Well, you can go to JDM.org if you want to do that. Don't feel obligated. Don't no pressure. None of that. If you as a JDM.org, that's how that works. Oh, there's uh, several different several ways. ways. Those PayPal, that follow us text probably to give, are aware. Kind of, all that stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, thank you. And I promise you, we will preach this gospel as long as we have breath in our lives. Even on our 50th wedding anniversary, we got to say something about God to somebody somewhere. So until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We appreciate you. You have a glorious and wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.